It's 106 miles to Chicago. We've got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Now playing. Why so serious? What is the matrix? Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? No, what's in the I forgot bar? to put the short version on again. Like okay. scary movie. What does Marcellus Wallace <laughs> You don't listen to this like? shit away. You talking to me? But it doesn't record when we talk over it that way. No, it doesn't record when we talk over it. <laughs> I cheated on my wife. Hello, good people, and welcome to the podcast. We're reviewing 20 Qs, the show where we review a movie by asking 20 weird and wonderful questions about it. As you can tell by the name of the episode this week, it's Blues Brothers. And if I'm going to review the movie Blues Brothers, I've got to get along a couple of brothers that have blue eyes. What the fuck <laughs> am I talking about? Who's got blue eyes? Are you the only one here with blue eyes? I am, I am. But uh, blue eyes. Yeah, so I've had to take a step down and recruit these two assholes. First of which is Machu that you've already heard talking. How are you, Machu? <laughs> yeah, I'm not bad. I'm not. It's good to be here with the brothers talking about the brothers. And you know, last week we were with bad boys, and and now it's just another brotherly love with the brothers that I love. Yeah, we've gone blues. <laughs> we've gone bad boys, blues brothers. What's our next BB movie that we can do? <laughs> yeah. Brown Bear Bandits, maybe. I don't Brown know. Bear Bandits. <laughs> <laughs> Pirates of the Brown Seas. Jeez, there's lots of lots of other movies we could probably watch. Just on that though. Like my three kids all have blue eyes. What's going on there? But uh, <laughs> don't look at me. Don't look at the yeah, only dude here that yeah. has blue eyes. The only blue-eyed guy in the room. Yeah. Oh, me, myself, and Irene. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess you. I, I didn't even know you when I was fathering your children. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, not in the country. A likely story. <laughs> no, I'm doing well, thanks, Sam. I have um, noticed your son goes a bit weird around KFC. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were yeah. saying it's like a gluten intolerance or whatever, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a, he's like a, it's like the, the kryptonite to KFC. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Blues Brothers, as I mentioned on the Die Hard with Avengers episode, we are doing throwbacks to films that are celebrating an anniversary. And this film came out 40 years ago this month. Can you guys believe it? It's older than me. It is. It's older than all of us, yeah, I think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, much is looking a bit shady. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like <laughs> counting on his fingers. One, two, three. Yeah. What came first, Machu or the movie? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, before we get into it, if you're not planning on rewatching this film or you haven't seen this film and you want to know what it's all about, whoever's watched it recently is going to give us a plot. Machu. Right, yeah. Did, What's the plot of the film Blues Brothers? I just finished watching it this morning at 2.30 in the morning. So um, I guess the plot of the film is Juliet Jake Blues. It was funny. I didn't realize his first name was Juliet. Joliet. Um, Joliet. Yeah, Joliet. Joliet. Yeah. <laughs> Joliet. The, that was the prison he was he was in. Yeah, but his name is Joliet, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So he's he was um, recently released from prison. Um, he reunites with his brother, goes back to the church, and gets sent on a mission from God to raise some money to pay off the taxes that were owed by the church orphanage. So his mission is to get the band together and raise some money. And along the way, they seem to break every law known to man. <laughs> um, they hustle, they cheat people out of money, and um, double-cross seemingly everybody that they uh, meet along the way and end up getting chased all the way to the county office, which is basically the mission from God. Yeah, starring John Belushi as Joliet Jake, uh, Dan Aykroyd as Alwood, also with sort of cameo appearances from a lot of famous musicians. I mean, we've got uh, Ray Charles, Aretha Franklin, John Lee Hooker. Cab Calloway. Yeah, Cab Calloway. A lot of James Brown. 
Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of famous musicians in this. You Shaka Aretha, Khan, Aretha Franklin. Did you say her? Yeah, Aretha Franklin. Shaka yeah. Khan. Where was Shaka Khan? She was the choir soloist. Ah, soloist. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention a few other big names in there as well. Carrie and Fisher. Yep. Twiggy. Karen, Twiggy. Twiggy. John oh, Candy. Right. Yeah. John Candy, yeah. John Candy pops up for a little bit of a role. There's tons of famous people in this. Frank Oz. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Steven Spielberg. Yeah, yeah. He's the guy at really? the end day. Yeah, yeah. correct. Mr. Yep. T. Yep. 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 He was a guy on the street. Uncle Phil. <laughs> Uncle Phil. Uncle from- Phil. <laughs> was one of the guys dancing outside of Ray's place. Really? Yeah. yeah, there we go. There's all the trivia for you. Directed by John Landis. Uh, yeah, as I said, came out in 1980, written by Dan Aykroyd and John Landis. Anyway, looking at the reviews for this film, IMDb have it at 7.9 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes has it at 84%. Metacritic at 60%. And normally we'd give our scores now, but instead we are going to get into our first question, which is either the compliment sandwich or the shit sandwich depending on whether we're going to give this a score over 5,000 or not. Oh, I'm definitely going for a compliment sandwich. You are? Oh, yeah. Interesting. You're going to lead us off, are you? Are you doing questions? I, I will lead us off, yes. Okay, excellent. I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions. Uh, answered immediately. Immediately. Uh, <laughs> my my first good thing, how good is Crazy Carrie Fisher? Yes. Yeah. 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 This is a role that she owns. It's similar to, it must be right at her prime, straight after Star Wars, wasn't it? Kind of mid Star Wars. It would have been after. I know. It was the same year as Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, same year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is straight after Leia in a, um, in the, chained up to Jabba God. the Hutt. But before <laughs> Jabba the Hutt. Oh, before Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. Yeah, this is before it, bro. Does she, does she hook up with Luke? And, um, <laughs> i got to lay off Empire the <laughs> Yes, this is straight after she passed her brother. Oh. Oh, it wasn't a pass. It was just a closed mouth kiss on the lips. Let's not talk about that. Anyway, yes, continue, um, Kay. What are good things? Like her and John Belushi weren't a good combo in terms of drugs. Is that right? Yes, they were both massive coke fiends. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So that's where it started. So that's probably why she looks very crazy in this movie. <laughs> um Oh, hard to find bad things in this movie. It's it's a pretty good film. Uh, but why do the good old boys turn up so late for their gig? Like That's the- your bad thing, is why does somebody <laughs> turn well, it does, it's a bit nonsensical, though, to be honest. It's, yeah, it is. But it, like, I mean, the movie it is, is the a plot. bit Come on, man. nonsensical. Yeah, that was like very convenient plot that they turn up late. Like, it's plot armor. That's it's the clearly why. well past midnight. Yeah. And, oh, here's the gig. Why are they so late? But anyway. Um, and good. That final car chase is just so good. It's epic, eh? It is so good. And it, uh, apart from, I think, one of the Matrix movies... And one other movie that came out soon afterwards, it, it's like the record for number of cars destroyed. Oh, really? Which is magic. Yeah. Yeah. The Matrix movie. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember that either, but I think it was Matrix movie. Not it, sure. it was the second Matrix Reloaded, I think, oh. when they filmed it on the motorway that they built specifically for the film. Uh, they ended up spending like $2 million actually building 250 meters of freeway, which they used for that movie. Jeez, I wish we could build our roads for that much. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, well, that's probably why nobody remembers it, because it was in the second Matrix movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The good one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so my, my good thing for this film is uh, John Belushi. He's just, um, what an incredible performance from a, um, from a actor. So actor, singer, performer, I just think he owns the role. You know, you could just see him. Um, as a blue, as a band member, he can obviously sing. He's got a little bit of movement, um, and he's got that whole um, demeanor about him locked down. Um, so yeah, thought he was thought he was awesome in the film, um, and I thought his um, 
his co-star Dan Aykroyd was probably just a massive blight on the film. What? <laughs> he Save can't that for sing. The controversial he opinion. Can't sing. He oh, can't you should dance. Save controversial. He yeah. can't. He, what is it? This guy is. Oh, could they not find anyone else? He just doesn't. He wrote he, the fucking movie. I man. know. I know. And he, and he, he. I think he's the reason why there was such a thing as the Blues Brothers. How, and how I just y- wish he wasn't part of it. I just wish he wasn't a Blues Brother. How, how young does he look in this film, though, compared to <laughs> Ghostbusters, which oh, was yeah, like yeah. what five years later, maybe? Yeah. 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 He tries to put on this accent and it just doesn't work. I don't know. Do you read it? This doesn't. He's the, the most. I really don't know where character. the fuck you're coming from on this. Hey? He's like, terrible. Really? He's awful. Oh, this is unreal, <laughs> man. I don't know oh, where you're coming I, from. Yeah, John, John Belushi, perfect. Dan Aykroyd, worst casting choice in the 80s. Definitely taken too soon, though. <laughs> oh, um, John Belushi. Oh, John yeah, Belushi absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Instead, we got left with Jim Belushi and <laughs> crap movies like K9. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you say a single bad thing about Jim Belushi? <laughs> I can't name another movie he's in, but he's a walking legend. Uh, and lastly, I mean, surely, Sam, surely this is the one musical that you're on board with. It's the greatest musical of movie history. Aki, all your controversial opinions are coming out already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you got the wrong what question. Are, what are, what are you, what's going to be it? Labyrinth? No way. Was, Team is, America World Police? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Team America World Police. It's, um, yeah, no, you know, it doesn't, no. No, I, <laughs> I don't know where you I, I agree with you on that, on that last one. You can't do a movie where it's just music and singing the whole way through. Yeah, yeah. And the music in this is by great performers. So. Yeah, some yeah, of the yeah. best. I honestly, I don't know where you're coming from with some of your stuff there, Machu, but my first good thing is I love the humor in this because it's just sheer preposterousness. Yeah. Like, and they just do not react at all at how insane things are, like, going on around them. Like, their entire bloody, what, place that they're crashing or whatever, you know, their, their men's refuge or whatever you call it, like, blows up around them. They men's, just get up. Men's refuge. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, yeah. Like, they're, you know, they're crashing, you know, it's like, I can't remember the name of it, but it's like just a, it's like dossing place, basically. Yeah, it's like yeah. somewhere you just go crash or whatever. But yeah, it like blows up around them. They just get up, walk it off. They get, like, exploded inside a, a phone box, get up, yeah, walk it yeah. off. Like, they're just so, like, nonchalant about every crazy thing that's happening around them, which I absolutely love. Yeah, the bad thing. Fuck, Dan Aykroyd in this movie is... <laughs> He's terrible. What the, even his character's terrible. Even I hate Alwood as well. I think I hate Alwood because Dan Aykroyd plays him. Oh, look at your face. No, I thought Dan Aykroyd was good in this. I'm just taking the piss. I don't know. What's the bad thing... Oh, I've got common sense. Um, no, the bad thing for me was, like, you can tell this, made, this was made in 1980. You know, yeah. there's, there's like yeah. a production level to it that doesn't really hold up that well. Yeah. You know, like, don't get me wrong. Like, my final good thing is the car chaser scene as well. And all that is just like phenomenally well shot and put together. And that sort of like does really well. But there's other scenes that you're like, oh my God, this this is very dated. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, probably just two. The bit where they, the backward flipping police car and the the one where the Nazi cars get dropped from an airplane, it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> Those two, everyone, everything else is fine, I thought. <laughs> Another good example of that is when they, they jump the opening bridge early on and oh, the yeah. gap is clearly like 100 metres or something. Yeah. <laughs> and then they go over it and they're real close together. <laughs> Again, it's just production. You can just see that they obviously tried their best. but Yeah, know, yeah. What was, the, what was the budget of this film, Sam? <laughs> Probably like 20 million and 19 million of that was cars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
It had a budget of $27 million, estimated, and took a worldwide gross of $115 million. Wow, that must have been the biggest grossing musical comedy um, (laughs) when we uh, compare uh, time price value. Exactly. (laughs) Musical musical car chase comedy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, musical car chase, exactly. Very niche market, but I'd just like to point out there's something, guys, we haven't given our score out of like 10,000... Police vehicles. Yeah, I, I really rate this movie. Eh? I've seen it multiple times. And you rate like, this movie? Rate. Oh, rates. Right. Okay. T-E, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seen it so many times, and it's great every time. A little bit long, though, so I'm going to give it 8,950 police cars. Wow. What about you, Machu? I thought IMBD, Rotten Tomatoes, and, and Metacritics were where you know, got it wrong. IMTB, whatever it is. <laughs> IMTB? <laughs> you have TB. You got tuberculosis. I thought that had fucking gone extinct. Uh, yeah, why, why are we not surprised? <laughs> so I gave this um, film 9,112 police cars. <sighs> Me. And the only reason why I marked it down is because of that shit old Mr. Ackroyd. Far <laughs> out. See, the, the length even, though, it, it's not even a massive problem. Like, uh, there's always stuff happening. Yeah. You love yeah. a good length sometimes, though, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I, I like good length. Kahu <laughs> yeah. loves a good length. Uh, for me, it is about... I, I see. That, okay, first of all, I'm going to preface this and say I'd actually never seen this film before. This was like no. a... Yeah, this was a massive blind spot in my movie viewing history. Ha! That's what I say to you. All those times where I say, oh, I haven't seen that. And you're like, what? What? You haven't seen that? That's what I say to you. Yeah. What's? Oh, when did you watch this it? This is a no, classic. I've watched it like a hundred times. It's been on TV like five or six you times. You told me last night was the first time you watched it. I watched it last night just to watch it again for maybe oh, the umpteenth right. time in a row. Gee, okay. Sam, I thought you'd been through every movie yeah. and 1,001 movies you must yeah, see exactly. before you die. No, no, no. I had a few blind spots. This is one of them. I'm going to give it 8,742. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This We're, movie rocks. This is a musical. This is a musical, Sam. Yep. <laughs> I'm wow. saying for my controversial opinion, Machu. you? <laughs> We're basically all in agreement. I, I don't know like, if that's ever happened. Not on the same episode, no. But yeah. we've all, we've all not given not recently, not recently. Not for some time. Anywho, that moves us over to question number two. What is it there, Kahu? Question two. What's something you notice that you don't think other people might have immediately noticed? I noticed that the Blues Brothers is a real band. I know they, they sing a lot of covers in the film, but they're actually, they, they were a band before the movie, and um, they have their own albums, and... This wasn't a film, um, you know, that started the Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers were already on a bit of a path of righteousness before that. They were already on a mission of God, even before the film started. So all the guys in this movie were already a band called the Blues Brothers. Is that what you said? There was the, the uh, or were they a Saturday Night Live sketch? They were. They were both. They started as a Saturday Night Live sketch, and then they be- they they began the band. I'm pretty sure that their first album was prior to this film. Holy shit! I'm you- pretty sure. Even Murph. But I'm about to Google it. <laughs> <laughs> Even Murph. Even Murph. Yeah, so um, a, a, lot of the, a lot of the band members for the movie were brought in, but they were already a band. So Dan Aykroyd and Jim Belushi had a, had a big, um, had a rhythm section and they had a horn section as part of their band before the movie. Do you mean John Belushi? Jim Belushi. I'll stand. <laughs> Jim John, Jimmy John. There's a big difference. <laughs> you mean Jeremy Belushi. Jeremy Belushi. Jimmy <laughs> Joliet, Jake Blues, Jim Belushi. Jim Belushi does look a little Jemima bit like Belushi. Steven Seagal. And so you noticed that in this film, that they already had an existing band. Yeah, much, it, much who saw them perform and he was like, oh, they were already a band. I've listened to yeah, this. Yeah. I've listened to this before. 
When I was negative two. Back when I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back when I was actually born in 1970. Back in 79. Fair enough. Hey, I mentioned a couple of cameos that I noticed, which is obviously Frank Oz was one of the, was the prison warden that was giving him all the stuff. Steven Spielberg was the one that took the $5,000 at the end. But did you guys recognize the little kid trying to steal the guitar? No, I know who you mean, but I didn't recognize him. You didn't recognize him? You didn't recognize Devereaux White, I believe is his Ooh. name? No. Who's he that? is famous for probably one of my favorite 80s movies after Empire Strikes Back. He plays Argyle in Die Hard. Oh, oh right. Yes. Uh, wow. The the police officer. No, no, no. no, 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 no. The, in the limo. The guy in the limo. Oh, Argyle. There's all yeah, this yeah, yeah, like, yeah. hey, I've got all these you know, chicks coming and all this other stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Argyle. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. He's a blink and you miss it sort of cameo, but yeah, that's the room. I love stuff like that. Yeah. Fun facts. Uh, so the thing that I noticed was, uh, you know, after Jake first gets out of prison and they go to see the penguin and then... They go to see the uh, that other dude, Curtis, and then they end up at the church. Yep. And it's a real gospel church, and they're doing all the singing and everything. And and Jake does his like back flips or front flips or whatever, dances a bit, and then goes to the back. And then Elwood goes in, and he does all his dancing and stuff. And Jake's still dancing away at the back. And then Elwood goes to the back, and then it cuts to the rest of the church. And you see them, and they're standing there with their arms folded like this. And then in the very next scene, they're dancing hardcore again. And so there's like this real continuity problem where they're supposed to be dancing the whole time, but they're standing there with their arms folded. <laughs> that's, that's, that's weird. Catching yeah, a breather yeah. before yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, what? <laughs> What's going on there? Fair enough. Cool. And that moves us over to question number three. What is it then? Machu. What deep philosophical debate arose in you during this film? Yeah, I mean, I've got a couple, one of which I was trying to pose as a question to you guys today over Facebook Messenger. Why is Jake rolling around with a used condom in his like suit when he when he gets arrested and then he gets all his clothes off? You know, we don't see him get arrested, but we see him collecting all the stuff at the end. Yes, so he was he, they were at a gig and then they drank too much beer, so he had to stick up a store to pay off their beer tab. Right? That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. How the petrol station. So why so, would you have a used so he's condom at a petrol station? He's bro? been working. And Do then... I need to insert a market before? So <laughs> he's been working and working. <laughs> yeah. You know, Twiggy, Twiggy was probably at that service station, to be honest. And, right, got uh, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he filled up her car, and then he filled her up again. <gasps> oh! <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't fill her up, because the, the, the condom was filled up, right? Exactly, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I reckon he... Um, oh, you had- don't need to answer this question. This is my deep philosophical... <laughs> I don't need to know it's, your guys' it's, answers. It's like Inception. I'm answering your question with no, a question. No, just, just leave it as a deep philosophical debate. Uh, well, oh, no, I'm going to tell you anyway. <laughs> You're a sick man. You're not allowed on the internet, remember? Why are we going to... I think he's... Uh, He's had one of those enforced sterility procedures in prison, but before that, he's kept a souvenir. Oh, so he can pass on his seed. Well, is he expecting his semen to still be? Like, except fully he won't, four because years he, after he's been he clearly doesn't like know about cryogenics or anything. <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> um, for me, it was oh, it was that question again of, is it okay to be laughing at Nazism in a movie? It's just like. Oh, you feel so kind of awkward and bad about it. Especially in today's day and age, to see a whole bunch of Nazis on the street protesting their rights to free speech. Yeah. With everything that's going on at the moment, was it was fascinating to see that in a movie from, what, 40 years ago, and yeah. think they're still going through these problems. Like, yeah, the yeah. Nazis lost. If you're a Nazi, you can fuck off. Yeah, I mean, on, on the one hand, it's it's great that, you know, we can laugh about that and 
just show that we don't give a shit and that like Nazism is so dead, but that's the ultimate way to kind of get back at hatred like that. But on the other hand, it's like, oh, such a horrible thing. Um, Yeah. So I guess when I was watching this film, I was thinking, apart from the Blues Brothers, everyone else is having like a midlife crisis. Like they've moved on from the band, they're they're living their life and all of a sudden the Blues Brothers turn up. And I just thought, I wonder if one of my mates had turned up and said to me, should we start the band? We start the band that we started up in, 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 at university and, you know, get back out there. We and... don't need a story about your band from university again. <laughs> what, what instrument did you play there, Matthew? I, was, I, was, I wrote the songs. I wrote some great songs like um, I'm the best at sex in the world and I just got out of jail. No jail. Is, is that could the same song or is that who could have the songs? best sex in the world? <laughs> he tried playing this to me at three o'clock in the morning one night. I just woke up oh. and he was in my bedroom, like, hey, bro, check this out. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing in here? Bladesman, if you're out there, um, should we start the band? Should we get to, back together? I'm on a mission from God. <laughs> how, uh, how funny is it, though, that um, Jake just assumes that the band has just been waiting for him for three years while he's been in prison? He hasn't even waited like. A couple of hours before it's he's get this realization um, that you know we should get the band back together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least Elwood's kind of like everyone's moved on. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, what are you expecting? You know, he didn't see the light. The light didn't shine down on Elwood. It only shone on um, Jake. So he's just going along blindly. He's saying we're on a mission from God. Sorry, Elwood, you didn't get the light. You're on your own fucking mission. Only- you really hate this guy, eh? <laughs> it's the band. It's only the band. Only, uh, only Jake. Only Jake saw the light. It's his mission from God. He's the one that's on the mission. They say that over and over again about fifteen times. And you know what? The only reason why they go back to jail is because of Elwood. If Elwood had just been a good guy and hadn't broken all the laws before Jake got out, he'd he'd be fine. They could have just got done the gig. Made the money, paid off the taxes, and they'd be fine. What's, what do you reckon it is that <laughs> pissed off much you as a child that he hates Dan Aykroyd? Were you, kill, were you called Conehead at school? Was that, was that it? You were called Conehead or something, okay? And you've hated Dan Aykroyd ever since. Fuck those Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> and People used to call you Slimer, eh? <laughs> I'm a Slimer. Yeah, I knew it! Can't, can't catch me, Dan Aykroyd. And that's 35 minutes and we're on question three. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gotta love editing. That moves us over to question number four. This is a Patreon question. This comes courtesy of The Amazing Man. This is Dave Baker. Dave has his own Patreon at patreon.com forward slash your favorite. Uh, it's pretty damn awesome. You guys should all go check it out. And what Dave would like to know is which character from this film would have the best social media presence and on what platform? I'm going to say uh, it'll be the good old boys and they'll be on MySpace because they just seem a bit <laughs> backward. Is MySpace still going? I can tell you it's not because I was just trying to find where the Bladesman songs were. Oh, God. <laughs> Nowhere. Um, I had Matt Guitar Murphy on YouTube teaching people how to, to play the guitar whilst getting humongous biceps because, man, he was ripped. He was, a uh, he, mm. he was pretty tanked. He looks like a linebacker. <laughs> Great haircut, too, with that mullet there on the back. I reckon it's just Twiggy. She's like one of the world's most famous models. <laughs> okay, someone's just cracked oh. an immediate erection. Of course. That Go was, for the easy answer. How did your laptop flip off your lap like that? That was it's that, a, that should have kind of impressive. Yeah, what's that insurance? My, my claim laptop look my like? laptop is like one of those magazines that get stuck together, eh? <laughs> <laughs> You know this is going out on the internet, oh, hey? I know, I know. <laughs> we <laughs> just get you drinking boy, a bourbon more often, man. This is great. Yeah, we have nine subscribers now. You've got to watch yourself. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> if 
But yeah, yeah, it's got to be Twiggy. Twiggy on Instagram. That would be my answer. And that moves over to question number five. What is it there, Kahu? What film would hook up with this movie if it got the chance? It's got to be La La Land because La La Land was a shit musical and they're just looking for something um, to hang out with that actually got the, um, you know, was was pretty decent. So, yeah, they're, they're definitely um, uh, moving up in the world if they hook up with this film and I think that's the attractiveness for La La Land. Amen, brother. Take the shit out of it. Take the piss out of La La Land. <laughs> Seems like a bit of a power imbalanced relationship there. yeah yeah but you know like if you're at a bar and you see the hottest blues the, the blues brothers hottest act in town yeah rawhide it'll get you going <laughs> uh have you guys seen the 2019 film hustlers no in which yes jennifer lopez is a stripper oh, oh yeah Started i know the film you mean constant movie. woo yeah they they play strippers that basically sort of sidle up to rich drunk dudes and then take all their money i could imagine them them doing that to this movie Soon as the Blues Brothers had some cash, they'd be just like scrangling their way up there, like, "Hey, how's it going?" And then ripping them off. And they would Blues Brothers wouldn't care; they'd just go along with it. How, did, yeah, yeah. how are they going to rip off the Blues Brothers? Are you serious? The right at the end, they've got thousands of dollars. They've just been given a recording de- like deal and shit like that. They go through the movie ripping everybody off, and you think somehow that these the hustlers are going to rip them off. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, when you think about it, why it's, not? It's Who a little bit sad. They do this big gig, put all this effort into it. And then they have to go and pay pretty much all of it in tax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and then, and then they just go straight that? to jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great work, guys. It's like the shittest version of Monopoly ever. It's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Do not click $200, go directly to jail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going with Police Academy. And oh, just yeah. Just be like, Ooh, yeah. yeah, that's a good one. OD, OD on slapstick humor. Yeah, I can dig that. That's a good answer. All right, question number six. Which side character would make for the best spin-off movie and this question comes courtesy of the amazing woman is emily higgins of the tastes podcast go check out her podcast it's flipping awesome you guys know all about her she's flipping great how many flippings can i put in one sentence not flipping enough when i describe emily higgins because she's amazing anywho definitely carrie fisher she's going around destroying buildings with rocket launches that's the type of movie i want to watch princess leia man yeah, <laughs> there it cool. is. There it is. <laughs> she's, she's a legend. She's like a chain around her legend. neck and get her in a bikini. He Jesus. just wants to see that hairstyle again. <laughs> what the little like buns on the, the side of the side buns? Yeah, the side buns. No, but I mean, I loved Carrie Fisher. She was yeah. she was great. Uh, Cab Calloway, Curtis. I'd like to see him do something in his own film. What about you, Machu? What spinoff do you want to see? Uh, the spinoff of Aretha Franklin and the um and the diner. I just think. That, that would be hilarious, watching her boss around those guys and different musicians coming in and jamming out. Yeah, that that could be... That's the, just got the makings for a little sitcom all over it. Yes. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me wrong, I love Aretha Franklin, but I don't know what... Oh, a sitcom, right? So a yeah, TV show, sit- right? Yeah, yeah. So not a spin-off that- movie, like the question asked. <laughs> you, you want? Oh my! Uh, oh no! So we, you, you want a sorry. TV show? <laughs> I, might, I might watch that. Sure. <laughs> if I had nothing else to watch, I want to watch your guys' movies. <laughs> and it, and it, and you was, don't want to see Carrie Fisher rolling around still with a, lockdown. a rocket launcher blowing up buildings, <laughs> like like a female assassin film. Man, she's been jilted at the altar. She's going around destroying buildings. Trying to kill people. Yeah, I just don't Carrie get Fisher into Carrie Fisher and a cardigan. Not for me. Sorry. What do you, what do you got against cardigans? <laughs> cardigans and those corduroy um, pants that she was wearing. A cardigan is like that item of clothing that looks like it'll keep you warm, but it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Anywho, that moves us over to question number seven, which is also a Patreon question. This question comes courtesy of the amazing man that is Dan Brennick. 
Dan is one half of the Netflix and Swill podcast, a podcast that just covers everything Netflix related, new films, TV shows, news, etc, etc. And what Dan would like to know is where would we have inserted Blink-182's song, or the small things, into this film? It's got to be um, the first car chase scene in the mall where they're just um, aimlessly driving around the mall and it's a bit it's a bit stupid and the song sort of fits, um, you know, some kind of stupid act. And they're running over all the small things and then that comes on. Fair enough, yep. Um, I think it would kind of ruin this movie, actually, if it was in it. But Oh, you're kidding! You're kidding! <laughs> For the a sake of an answer, <laughs> after, after Aretha Franklin sings Freedom, I reckon if uh, Lou and what's the other guy's name? Um, Matt Guitar Murphy. Yeah, 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 yeah. If if they um, started like jamming to that, <laughs> like, it'd just be like a, a total beatdown to her whole freedom thing. Yeah, I mean, there's no real awesome place to put this into the film. What about what about bloody Ray Charles? Imagine him just sitting at his piano and going, "This piano totally works," and then just plays all the small things, <laughs> and they're all grooving out on the street. Yeah, they're just all bopping hard on the street to Ray Charles playing all the small things on a piano. He'd probably he'd probably do it justice to be honest. He's awesome. Yeah, that's true. That uh, moves over to question number eight. What is it there, Kahu? Number eight. What's your most controversial opinion about this film? Muchu's already given us about 50, so what else do you have, Muchu? It's just a bad casting choice. Dan Aykroyd ruins, <laughs> ruins the film. And why, why does why does Elwood have to just explain the reasons why he's doing things? Like, can't we just see what he's doing and he doesn't have to explain everything? Like, glue, strong stuff. Yeah, we've figured that out. You've put something on the... The accelerator of the good old boys, um, and it's obviously sticking to the floor. Why do you have to explain it? Uh, why, why do you even have to have talking lines, Dan Aykroyd? Why do you even have to be in the movie, Dan Aykroyd? Couldn't it just be the Blue Brother instead of the Blues Brothers? <laughs> the Blue Brother. <laughs> Look, he blew himself. If, if anything, he, he hardly has any dialogue. Like, yeah, neither yeah, of them have any dialogue. His explanation for everything is, we're on a mission from God. It's He's not thing. on a mission from God. He isn't. <laughs> Only Jake is. Only Jake is. But they're brothers, Elwood. so his mission yeah, is his mission. <laughs> but why is it? You're a- not understanding sharing the workload. It should, it should, his actual line should be, I'm right hanging now, out. we're doing a podcast. I'm just, You're not the one that's going to be fucking editing this and putting it on the internet and everything like that. <laughs> Many hands make light work. Exactly. <laughs> Eat a dick, son. I'm following my brother who's on a mission from God is what he should have been saying. Yeah, I mean, my, my one's pretty straightforward. This is Dan Aykroyd's and it's John Belushi's best film. I'd agree with that. I would rate this over Ghostbusters and I would rate this over Animal House. I reckon this is the best film that these two are in. Over Animal House. Animal House is awesome, though. Oh, it hasn't dated very well, bro. Uh, but sort of like, yeah, it was funny at the time, but yeah. So my one was, and this is uh, kind of on your point earlier, is that it does look a bit cobbled together at times. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you kind of do notice it, but uh, I I don't think it's too controversial. It kind of just is what it is. It's Because there's a lot of practical effects in it, it does strike you as like they had one or two chances of doing this and they've just yeah. used the best they got. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is kind so of many- what I was meaning before. Only so many cars you can destroy. But how good is that, that they actually use real things oh, instead of just CGI? Give me practical effects any day, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love them. Like, you appreciate a lot more, even if it's not quite perfect. Yeah. Anywho, that moves us down to question number nine. What is it there, Machu? What quote from this film would be the worst to hear straight after you finish having sex? Oh, you fat penguin. <laughs> <laughs> That's too close to home for me. I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> You're going to look pretty funny trying to eat corn on the cob with no fucking teeth. 
no. What do you got there, Machu? The little girls, your daughters, sell them to me. Sell me your children. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, moving on. Uh, And the final question from our questions that can be applied to any film is a new question, which kind of I sort of thought of before I even decided to pick this film, and now it kind of ruins by this film, given that the two main characters end up in jail. But the question is, which character from this film is probably in jail right now? And we've ruled it ruled out oh. the two brothers. Don't don't most of the band end up in jail? Why? Why are they nah, in jail? I don't I don't feel like the band would be in jail. I mean they've oh, done yeah. nothing illegal. But they are in jail at the end. Yeah, at the end. Oh yeah. The I whole... don't remember that part. Yeah, they're definitely in jail. I don't understand why they're in jail though. What do they do wrong? Yeah, aiding and abetting a fugitive. I'm going with Mr. Fabulous. That's that's an organised crime name right there. Mr. Fabulous. He's clearly going to be in jail. I can see him r- uh, ripping off rich people. Yeah. John Candy just looks shady. His character, I just think he's corrupt. He'll be in jail. What about yep. Carrie Fisher? She's going around trying to murder some dude that pissed her off. <laughs> no one's going to arrest her. Yeah, I reckon, <laughs> she, I reckon she'd get away with it. I think she'd just go, I'm Carrie Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing with a rocket launcher? I'm Carrie Fisher. Oh, it makes sense. <laughs> That's a valid point, Miss. I'm sorry. I'll see you later. <laughs> okay, that moves us over to our personal questions. What do you got there, Machu? What's your first this week? What do you got? Uh, so question number 11, the Bluesmobile was just a great car and it outpaced um, every other vehicle on the road. So can you name a car from another movie that would have caught the Bluesmobile? Uh, it's very uh, period specific, so I'm going DeLorean. I, so what, I that's was, why I got him first. I, I knew it. I could <laughs> tell by the way he was staring at me. How's it going to catch? It's made of aluminium. Don't you remember when he's chasing Biff and um, he couldn't catch the car because it would have torn it to shreds? It's, it's pretty it's, easy to it's catch pretty, a car. It's pretty simple. Yeah. It'll just go into the future and be at the finish line. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just pop out in front of the other one. Uh, as fast as the cop car is, I mean, and I will go sort of 80s specific as well. Kit, Kit from Knight Rider. Oh, yeah. Oh, Kit's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, question number 12. Which person or group of people in this film had the worst run-in with the Blues Brothers? Like, who was most affected? I reckon the Nazis, and thank fucking Christ, fuckers can fuck right <laughs> off. Basically, I mean, like, we see them get pushed off the bridge or jump out of the way of the car, but then right at the end, like you mentioned it before, when they're chasing after the Blues Brothers, they effectively get shot out of a cannon or something. <laughs> <laughs> they get let go for about 20,000 feet in yeah, the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go I don't off know the how ed- that happened. They go off the edge of a flyover. But the flyover is about 17 kilometres up in yeah. the air. That, that's straight murder, <laughs> death, kill there, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So two, two deaths. Fuck yeah. those guys. Uh, I'm going with the two troopers. They just they just get screwed over the whole way through the movie. Ooh, I've had two near-death experiences. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They've definitely lost their jobs, eh? They, yeah. they would have had to turn in their badge. And I mean, all. the thing is they're just trying to do their job, you know? They're just trying to arrest this guy for having... Like fifty odd vehicle driving convictions or or (laughs) infringements or whatever, and and they they just get screwed over every time. I think the band gets a bad bloody um, bloody deal as well. They end up in prison. Yeah, (laughs) they were living their lives, going happily about their day, and next thing they're in prison. That's the thing. Like, like they're in gainful employment. You know, like one of them's working for a fancy restaurant, and another one's working as a fry cook. They've got jobs, got partners, and everything. Yeah, they're they're way too easy to join the band again, eh? Yeah. What about the guys at the old, um, the old men's refuge? (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, We don't, we don't hear what happens to them. Yeah, yeah. So they, they save the orphanage, and everyone else they meet is just, um, yeah. their lives are pretty much turned upside down. Yeah, those men's refuge guys, they're the ultimate red shirts, eh? Like, the only nameable characters that you care about, they all survive, but yeah, who gives yeah. a shit of the other guys? Imagine if you had a shop in that mall. You'd be, you wouldn't be going to work tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
Right. Um, question number 13. How would you tell your significant other that you were quitting your job to join the Blues Brothers? A lot of people believe that chivalry is dead in this day and age, that, you know, like guys aren't really upstanding dudes that, you know, do the right thing. And I completely agree with that. I just flick her a text and fuck it on my way, you know? <laughs> you just you just take your apron off and throw it at her face as they say. Re- <laughs> say. He did, actually, Matt Guitar just, Murphy, he didn't say anything, did he? Yeah, he just, I just threw it at her face and like, wandered off. Gave her the eyes. Here's my apron. Right. <laughs> so, Kahu, before you answer this question, um, you've actually done this, haven't you? <laughs> what? I wouldn't say you've quit your job, but you have sort of... Um, Qu- quitting, to- quitting implies <laughs> that it was permanently. <laughs> I came back. You, you absconded? Yeah. What's the correct yeah. legal term I, I was on hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that moves me over to my questions. As we, As I've mentioned a couple of times throughout this podcast, we get some incredibly famous musicians in this. Aretha Franklin, James Brown, uh, Ray Charles, John Lee Hooker, Cab Calloway, Shaka Khan. The list goes on and on. It's kind of a kind of a ripoff that the the main big finale concert involves these two idiots singing their, singing their songs. <laughs> but I want to know from you guys, which one do you reckon? Who do you reckon should have been the musician that sort of sung us out? Like who who should have had the final? The good old boys. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, nah, I think Ray Charles. Ray Charles is awesome. His song was the highlight for my for me for the film, and I thought he would have been. He should have been the main act. Yeah, Ray is. Yeah, yeah. Stole, stole my thunder. How, like even his small acting role was really good, yeah, even yeah. when he wasn't performing. Yeah. Um. But okay, in that case, I'll go Aretha Franklin. I yeah, mean, that was my. That was my like pickup. so many to pack. You know. Yeah, as you said, she's phenomenal. Eh? Like, yeah. That voice is something else. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can't really go wrong with any of the answers for that. They're all yeah, amazing. Yeah, Cab Calloway talent. was good, eh? That's to open it up. It's like, man, could have actually been the actual thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, and he got become, a bit of reception as well. Yeah, and like that becomes the problem with the film, is that when you see these guys do their bit, and then you see like the Blues Brothers do their, their bit, you're like, mm, okay. I like I like John Belushi, though. I like the, his voice. I thought he, his voice is quite... It's kind of like um, uh, that Irish guy in the film... Try a little tenderness, man. The, uh, the, oh, the commitments. the commitments. The commitments, that's yeah, the one. Yeah. He's got that kind of voice. It's really good, I, I thought, yeah. I thought you were thinking of the Irishman. But not as good as <laughs> not as good as any of the other um the other musicians that could sing in the film, eh? Like he was good, but he was mediocre compared to Ray Charles, Aretha Franklin, yeah. any of the good guys. What'd what do you reckon about Dan Aykroyd though? <laughs> Oh, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Did he, does he sing? Because it wasn't his voice, eh? <laughs> Whose voice was that? Even his, even the Gary voiceover, Pitches. even the voiceover for Dan Aykroyd was terrible. Yeah. Probably like John Candy or somebody. <laughs> John Candy would have been all right. Maybe John Candy should have been Ad- yeah. Elwood. He's the polka king of the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> I love John Candy, eh? Oh, so good. Another See, like, was, yeah. oh, another super funny guy who just died too young. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, my next question, yeah, we, we mentioned the scene where the cops and the brothers basically drove through the shopping mall, and it's just, it's insane. They literally smash through everything. But I want to know from you guys, do you guys reckon that the cops and brothers were actually intentionally trying to drive through stalls at the mall? Oh, absolutely. At one point, <laughs> yeah. at one point, the cop cars, I don't know if you guys remember the scene, but they're, they're just doing a donut. They're just driving in a <laughs> literal, <laughs> literal circle, yeah. round and round and round. <laughs> And they, well, meanwhile, the Blues Brothers are trying to smash their way into every store. You don't actually have to smash into every store. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can actually go down. The, you know, the, at one point they say the store is so wide, so they had all the opportunity 
to just miss all the stores. But yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, they go and knock into every single one, it seems. Yeah, yeah. At, at a few points, they're not even, like, just hitting the store. They just drive right through. <laughs> and it's like, man, either you guys are the worst drivers or whoever the janitor is for that store is just polishing it hardcore, like. And oh, what, you mean like what, it's completely slippery as shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In which case, the people actually using the mall would just be slipping over all the time. Could you guys imagine just being inside <laughs> that mall and then just three cars just come in and just smash into literally everything <laughs> around you? I did think with that scene, though, why didn't the cops just wait at the exits? <laughs> like, where are they? Where are <laughs> well, Jake okay, and Elwood okay. going to go? Well, you say that, but they drive through a store to get out again. It's like a Toys R Us or something. Yeah. There's some guy that was trying to... Oh, no, it was, no, it was that... That guy was the one at the start, hey, when he was like... Uh, do you have a Miss Piggy? And then they just smash through a toy store <laughs> yeah. and then get out the end. But they, they leave for a JCPenney or something like that. Like yeah, a yeah. Store. But they, the cops clearly have backup. So, you know, just close off the exits. And I mean, a vehicle... Don't try to play common sense to the school. <laughs> yeah. a, vehicle, no. a vehicle driving around the mall is clearly a bit of a major incident, you know? It's uh, almost it's almost like it's dangerous to drive at night with sunglasses on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they had a prime opportunity there to grab some snacks when they drove through the bakery. I fully expected them to. They were both hungry. Yeah. I like how they're just casually commenting on particular stores that they drive <laughs> yeah, past. Yeah. Oh, look, there's a music store. Oh, I wonder what's in there. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> yeah. And how, oh, that's what's in here. Okay, next. <laughs> how comical was that soundtrack too? So good. Final question. They show up at Bob's bunker and then sort of hustle their way into having a gig there. And they notice that the stage is completely surrounded with chicken wire. Thus implying that that's a pretty rowdy place. I don't know from you guys. If you guys had shown up, the Blues Brothers had said, hey, we're playing here without any sort of forewarning as to where you guys were going and, you know, being a little bit suspicious. And they said, you're playing on the stage. It's surrounded by chicken wire. Would you guys do it? Would you do it for the money? I would. But before I did, I'd look around to see if Patrick Swayze was guarding the door. Yeah. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. <laughs> yeah, that's... that's you a- want a motherfucker that rips out throats, don't you? you I want, I want to see some do. roundhouse kicks. I want to see some cowboys get kicked out of the bar. Uh, yeah, that's That a- movie rocks. We need to do that film, man. <laughs> Definitely. That, that's a bad sign. I mean, because they keep chucking them when they're playing bad music and when they're playing good music that they like. So it's a, that's a rowdy crowd. And... And more than that, I mean, you're probably going to get mugged when you head back out into the car park later anyways. Yeah, I, I, there's no way of winning. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. If, 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 if they're hiring people that are specific to that like that place, and yet they still have to put chicken wire around the outside of it. Yeah. How much beer do you have to drink in 1980 to spend $300? That was my yeah. other deep philosophical <laughs> debate. Yeah, more, was- more than your, what your, it's cost to hire your band. So Man, he, Bob he, is an asshole. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, a total an, asshole. Bob is a total asshole. So, so I did the maths on that today because I was going to do that as a deep philosophical debate. First of all, they're driving around for hours and hours and hours, don't know where they're going, right? So they probably got there, what, what do you guys reckon, like 9.30, 10? Something like that. Well, uh, it was before there was anybody in there. So, yeah, was, maybe. Yeah, yes, maybe. We'll, eight, we'll say maybe. Eight, eight, yeah. eight or nine or whatever. That other band shows up and still expects themselves to take the stage. So, <laughs> yeah. what what time do you reckon they showed up? Midnight. It's midnight. Midnight. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, so we're going to say they're in there for what? Three hours? Yeah, probably? two, three yeah. hours. Two, three hours. Right. Okay. There's how many in the band? About eight? About uh, seven? Seven yeah, or eight? Seven. Yeah. How much do you reckon a beer would have cost back in 1980? I know. A buck? A buck? Okay. That's, in America. Know, in America. Spitballing here. Yeah. So, oh, I reckon maybe 50 cents. 50. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll imagine that it's a dollar a beer. Yeah. And there's seven people in the band. They would have had to have drunk 42 beers each. <laughs> <laughs> About 42 beers each in the space of three or four hours. Yeah. Uh, While playing musical instruments. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
Economics isn't a strong point of this film. (laughs) (laughs) Bob's an arsehole. That's all I can say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's overinflating his prices, I reckon. Yeah, he's got that nice country bumpkin thing going on, but he's just an arsehole. Oh, yes, that was my question. Kahu, what do you got? My first question, what item of clothing or accessory have you worn that was completely wrong for the conditions? When I was living over in London, I went to an Australian day at uh, one of the local pubs, and I had to dress up as something Australian. And so I decided to draw, uh, dress up as a jar of Vegemite, but I decided to do it with like cheap, no frills. Don't know how we've, you know, like literally spending no money on it. And so what I managed to do is find a gorilla suit that was underneath out the stairs of our flat that were now like dress up cupboard and then just print out a picture of Vegemite and put it on my gorilla suit. I don't know how the hell the gorillas survive in the jungle wearing their suits, man, because those things are hot as hell. So I was in this pub at like midday, surrounded by a whole bunch of drunk Australians, literally a pool of sweat filling up my little gorilla legs. I, I like that you had a dress-up cupboard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just life in London, man. We had full dress-up yeah. cupboards. That's you know, like we had gorilla suits, had like onesies, gimp suits, um, you know, stuff like that. We just had everything. It was amazing. That's, that was, that was Sam's favourite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sam, We're not talking about swings. what's in your drawers. We're talking oh, about what's in the dress-up cupboard. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Well, they were in my drawers and then I put them in the cupboard. So, yeah. <laughs> drawers being as underwear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got it. I, I haven't got anything near as kinky as that. Um, Bullshit. <laughs> I, I just remember the time when I was in London um, and I went shopping and everybody was looking at me just because I was wearing the classic Kiwi shorts and jandals in the middle of winter in London. And I just couldn't believe how many eyes were on me every time I thought, you know, got the, got the look up and down. I was, Oh, oh yeah, there's a hot check. Oh, oh, that's a dude doing it now. Oh, there's an old lady doing it. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with me? Oh, cause I was wearing jandals and, and everybody just couldn't believe it. Jandals for our international listeners are flip-flops. The best way to describe them, they are national New Zealand footwear. We wear them here, there, and everywhere. We'd wear them to weddings. I have, most of us have worn them to weddings because we all get married at the beach. Uh, question 18. Why does Lou, the saxophonist, pretty much not talk the entire movie? Look, if you play saxophone, it's pretty obvious to the ladies that you're really good with your mouth and your fingerings. So... Saxophone. You, you don't even need to talk, man. Saxophone. <laughs> Why do you need to talk? Didn't you used to play the horn or some kind of musical <laughs> instrument? I, I may have played an instrument at some point in my life. I used to blow his horn. <laughs> you, you say I used to blow my own trumpet? I did. I used to blow my own trumpet. I used to play the trumpet at some point. Let me tell you, trumpeters don't score shit. <laughs> I, I think um, working with Aretha Franklin, and you know she's, you know she's. She wants her respect. R-E-S-P-C-T. Nope, still wrong. R-E-S-P-C-T. Still wrong. Respect. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. So, I don't... Oh, man. I hope your kids don't come to do this. Is there a spell check on these mics? Uh... Arius Pisces 7. <laughs> Pisces 7. Arius Hieroglyphics uh, 7. Question mark. Yeah, so, and, you know, who's going to talk back to Aretha Franklin when you've got Matt G- Guitar Murphy standing there with his um, humongous muscles? So I just think he's just been beaten down, standing behind the, the bar of the diner. Yeah, he's more of a listener. Uh, my final question, um, Jake and Al would turn up at um, Mr. Fabulous's Place of Work, which is a high-end restaurant. Have you ever had an unexpected person turn up at your workplace? Or maybe somebody you know, but you didn't want them to be there? 
I, I did. Um, there's a famous... Hey, don't talk about me again, man. <laughs> pro sportsman that was notorious for getting into fights and um, getting drunk and, and doing stupid stuff. And I had to go down and give him business advice. And I was like, yeah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just thought, he's enormous. Uh, oh, yeah, he, he gets he punches people for, for no good reason. He's definitely going to punch me for a good reason, I thought. So. <laughs> <laughs> for legal reasons, we're gonna, not going to name names, I take it? <laughs> Excellent. I just yeah, don't yeah. want to get bashed. Yeah, 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 fair enough. No, 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 no that's completely understandable. Uh, one day at work, I went to leave, but couldn't because there's security guards everywhere, and that's because Justin Bieber was at our work. Oh. Is that a big thing? or Were you sorry he was there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, baby, oh, baby, no. <laughs> no, it was really weird. He um he was signing books at Town Hall when I was working for council. And so we went to leave and, yeah, there was just security everywhere, like screaming girls, like thousands and thousands of screaming girls. I was like, oh. I guess I was pretty horny. Are <laughs> <laughs> you not supposed to use this shit? <laughs> Anywho, that moves us down to our final question, which was a question that we threw out there to you guys, our dear listeners, answers for us. And this week's question was, what is your favourite 80s comedy? Why don't we give us top three? Number one, surely it's uh, Airplane. Yeah. <laughs> that'd, that'd be my two. That'd yeah, be my two. Yeah, airplane, aka Flying High in America. And it's quite funny because yeah. you're like, Sam Hurley is Shirley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't call me Shirley. But don't actually, call me Shirley. Don't call, call you, me Shirley. Should call you Shirley. Cause yeah, no, I should go punch <laughs> you in the fucking face. <laughs> that'd be pretty funny. <laughs> um, and oh, I like Beverly Hills Cop, planes, trains, and automobiles, maybe. Yeah. Uh, this is Spinal Tap would probably be my other one and Coming to America. I love Coming to America. I'd definitely go this movie and uh, Airplane. and uh, But my favorite is Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Ooh, really? I love Bill and Ted's. <laughs> so good. Wild Stallions. <laughs> Don't ever do that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good answer there, guys. Uh, as I said, I threw it out there to you guys, our dear listeners, to answer for us. We're just going to quickly fly through what we've got. Steve from the Everything I Learned from Movies podcast. How are you going, Steve? Thank you for donating on our live stream for The Cure. That was very much appreciated. Uh, Steve's going to be on an upcoming episode. We haven't exactly figured out which film we're going to do yet, but I'm going to be guesting on his uh, podcast doing Mum and Dad, the Nicolas Cage film from 2018. He said Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters right. is pretty, pretty standard. Yeah, it's got Dan Aykroyd in it. Oh, your favorite actor. <laughs> Emily from the Tasteless podcast. I love you, Emily. You've almost convinced me to watch this. She said Troop Beverly Hills. I don't know that. And look at the blankness <laughs> surrounding me. You ever watch any good movies, Emily Higgins? <laughs> she did an episode where she said that Scream 3 is better than Knives Out. Oh. Do you reckon Knives Out's overrated? Well, yeah, probably. Ah! <laughs> One you back. One you guys back. Tara Maholic, I love you, Tara, said Better Off Dead. I need to see that. I've never seen Better Off Dead. Better watch that. Julio from the Contrarians podcast, another awesome podcast you guys should all be checking out. So I recently sent them over a bit of a snippet to say why Alien Resurrection sucks. Apparently, I should have got you to do this. Apparently, you hated Alien Resurrection. Watch the yeah, recently. I didn't think it was great. Yeah, it's not even anywhere near great. No, not even, even no. good. It's fucking not even weird, like average. Yeah, yeah. Compared to the other three, it's terrible. But if you love Winona Ryder movies, Julio is doing a summer of Winona where they're basically reviewing a whole bunch of Winona Ryder films. And the one he went with was Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice yeah. is good. Yeah, Beetlejuice is good. Is it a comedy? I guess it is. The Movie Junior Podcast. Hello, Hendo. How are you doing? Said he wants to throw some love to Trading Places. That's a good film. Uh, Duty from the Shaken Not Nerd Podcast. <laughs> Basically just said, I haven't seen it. 
which isn't a surprise because Duty's seen about 20 films, that's about it. So I said, <laughs> uh, no surprises there, Duty. What about your favorite 80s comedy being Return of the Jedi? And he said, yeah, yeah, Return of the Jedi, for sure. <laughs> but also Ghostbusters, Groundhog Day, and Back to the Future. Yep. Oh, right. Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Yeah. To the future. Is that a comedy? Yeah, absolutely is a comedy. Yeah. Uh, Groundhog Day came out in 1992, Duty, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> TV's Travis said Ghostbusters running scared, Clue and Spies Like Us. The Vern said Spaceballs. Still makes me laugh. Oh, Spaceballs. Yeah, Spaceballs are good. Andre Souza said a fish called Wanda. Lemon Juice McGee's mystery tweeter said The Naked Gun. Oh, The Naked Gun. Oh, yeah. Does that, that's, does that that's strap in the apes, did it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it must be. I specifically went to Gidget Von Rue, aka the 80s queen, to answer this question for us. Because Gidget is one half of the Retro Cinema podcast that do nothing but 80s films. And Gidget said, off the top of her head, Flying High, Top Secret, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, and This Is Spinal Tap. And here's another couple that came in after we finished recording, and I thought it'd be nice and chuck you guys in there anyway. First up, Paul from the Countdown Podcast, can say a bit more about you soon. Went with Major League, utterly hilarious and charms the pants off me every time. Mario in the bar said, surely going with the classic airplane. I don't call me Shirley. The Roughhouse Podhausen said, Spaceballs. Love that. Nick H, say the fuck at home. Good call there, mate. Said, flying high for me slash airplane. Yep. And finally, with my next pick, they said, Beverly Hills Cop. Great choice. Also throw it over to our Facebook community and the answers we've got there. First up, Topher from the We Watch The Thing podcast. Another awesome podcast you guys should all be checking out. Said, in an era of comedies largely being made for 14-year-old boys, fitting that a film laughing at childish men tops the heap. This is Spinal Tap all the way. And his honourable mention was After Hours. I haven't seen Spinal, Spinal, Spinal Tap. And then the final one we're going to finish on is Tom Green, who said Summer Rental. Have you guys ever heard of Summer Rental? <laughs> nope. Is it like um, the, the one that Dan Height brought up? Uh, <laughs> Texas what? Chainsaw Terminator uh, Ninja, Ninja Terminator Ninja Terminator <laughs> the film that I watched seven minutes of drunk on YouTube and was just like how do you how do you put yourself through this no it's not it's got it's John Candy oh yes yeah yeah, yeah. you've seen it no I've never seen it I've never <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Yes, it I, is John Candy. Oh, think- yes, you said it's John Candy in the <laughs> I, artwork. I, I was thinking, oh, that looks familiar. And then I realized, oh, I saw that on Facebook as the answer to your question today. <laughs> so no Ferris Bueller's Good Day Off? We idiot. didn't get a Ferris Bueller's Day Off in there? No, and thank God, I hate that movie. Really? Yeah, oh, I can't stand the bad guy's a little shithead. Never seen it. What? 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 There it is. There what? it is. What? Who's the guy that's what? watching Lose Brothers for the first time? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Lose Brothers for the first time, Sam. You need to go home tonight and slap yourself. What? Oh, I will go home and slap something. <laughs> I definitely will. But anyway, yeah, that was our listeners' answers. What do you, who do you guys reckon gave the best answers? What was the one that sort of came out of nowhere there for you guys? Ooh, uh, another 48 hours was a good pick. I forgot about that one. Are you talking about 48 hours? The original or another, another 48, 48 hours? I don't know. I can't remember. Uh, 48 hours. You like the sequel over the original? <laughs> you don't even know what you're talking about right now. 48 you? hours. Uh, Nick Nolte and... Is it Nick Nolte? Yeah. Oh, I can't remember. So it's Gary Boosie. They're the same. Those guys all look the same. <laughs> oh, Gary Boosie. For me. Listen, you snot, those little shit. I was taking shrapnel and caisson while you were crapping in your hands and rubbing it on your face. Does that sound like Nick Nolte? <laughs> Actually, it does a little bit. <laughs> Trading Places was a good one. Yeah, trading places. Good on you, Hindo. That was a really good pick. What was the one that I liked? Fuck to find out. This is why we've got to start recording earlier, eh? <laughs> more uh, beers. More beers. There was one that I liked, but it wasn't Back to the Future, although I do like that one. 
Here's a hot take for you guys. I am not a big fan of Back to the Future. Oh, we better do oh, that yeah. one, and I'm going to destroy you in that one. You reckon? <laughs> yeah. You reckon you're going to destroy me? Are you going to bark all day, little doggy? <laughs> or are you going to bite? I'll be biting. <laughs> well, that whole, yeah, whole ginger princess, where did you think that came from? Your hatred for... Um, the fact that that, that what? <laughs> where's this going? <laughs> Naked Gun. That's yeah. the one I was thinking of. I like uh, that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's right. Thank you, everyone, for getting back to us. We love hearing your answers. So yeah, uh, that's the end, really. Um, yeah, I mean, Final Thoughts. Fuck, it. this is an awesome film. I was like really surprised at how good this was. Yeah, this would be in my I don't know, maybe top five rewatchable movies. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. 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 I'd say the same top five rewatchable watch oh, movies. I'll watch it again probably yeah. in the next couple of years. One of one of my yeah one of my favorite films. What else is up there in your top five? Like Schindler's List, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> for a Dream, <laughs> rewatchable movies, uh, Black Swan, Terminator Two, The Room, Office Space, Princess Diaries, <laughs> Princess Diaries. <laughs> oh, another comedy from the eighties that nobody Steel mentioned. Magnolias. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're thinking Princess Bride. I said Princess Diaries. I'm oh, talking about true, Anne Hathaway. True. Yeah, I always get those two confused. Sam's Holy shit, how you little woman. Such Annie. similar films. Uh, yeah, as as I said, thanks again to everyone for listening. Uh, Dory is making a triumphant return in an upcoming episode. Me, him, and Machu are going to do the Water Boy. Would you call it triumphant? Well, well it's a return. It's a return <laughs> for Dory, and we're looking forward to getting him back on. Uh, another upcoming episode is Countdown coming on to do Total Recall. We're going to celebrate the anniversary of that. And a little bit of forewarning on that one. I'm actually going over onto the Countdown podcast to do the top 10 New Zealand films. Oh. It's very hard to do a top 10 New Zealand films. You've only watched about four. So it's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Isn't there only about seven in total? Well, I mean, if you count all the like Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, there's six for a start. There's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then there's three Once with Warriors films. So that's true. <laughs> and they filmed some of like Mission Impossible here. They filmed some of the Meg here, yeah, Last yeah. Samurai. Yeah. Pete's Dragon. We're getting, we're getting, we're getting. Pete's Dragon. That's right, Ghost in the Shell. We've had quite a few films filmed in New Zealand. How many Avengers films has there been a, um, a New Zealand director or a New Zealand um, extra that's been on the set? I'm pretty sure all of them. <laughs> Are we just trying to take the, like, the most minimal approach to something ever yeah. there was a lighting man on pretty much every single um avengers film and the terminator 2 set as well yeah there you go <laughs> uh if you want to get in contact with us you can find us on twitter at movie reviews in if you want to find us on facebook uh movie reviews in 20 Qs. and uh yeah that's thanks for me Ciao, ciao. see you next time yeah in- insert marker <laughs> Not you inserting a marker. <laughs> I used to have about half a centimetre of skin on my... And like, and like I could walk on was glass. On my, yeah, on I was my like, feet. before I was circumcised. <laughs> barefoot is actually common like footwear for most New Zealanders as well. Like You see people shopping barefoot in yeah. supermarkets. In a supermarket, that's not odd. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> right.